This is Ty Cats today for a Monday, August the 16th, 2021. It's your digital host, Louis B. Thanks so much for checking us out wherever you get your podcasts on the Ty Cats Audio Network. Hope you had a great weekend. A result of the game aside, uh, I know I did on uh, Friday. Went to go see uh, one of my favorite bands, Good Hamilton Band and Arkells. It just made me more excited to be surrounded by uh, like-minded people when the Ty Cats uh, kick off their season at home on Labor Day. Uh, did that, of course, game on Saturday, but before that had my grandparents' 60th anniversary. And then yesterday I got to see my friends building a house uh, out in Waynefleet. So it was an exciting weekend. I'm also uh, hoping you had a great weekend too, but uh, let's get into it because uh, the Ticats on the wrong end of a 30-8 to scoreboard in Regina. They dropped to 0-2 as they hit the bye week after their loss to Saskatchewan. And uh, not the place really anyone saw the Ticats after the first two weeks of the season, uh, but here they are. Uh, Ticats just couldn't get anything going, much like in Winnipeg a week earlier. Just really nothing clicking and not much to say. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot to say, but if you're watching that game on Saturday uh, and you're listening to this podcast, you know that uh, there wasn't really much positives to take from from that game and uh, you know they weren't able to capitalize on a, a handful, 20 ter- uh, penalties taken by Saskatchewan, the six turnovers, two each on fumbles, uh, interceptions, and then on downs, uh, you know, another big running performance by the opposition is William Powell able to go 89 yards on 18 carries. Cody Fajardo uh, had himself a great game, 66 yards on the ground and a touchdown while throwing for two and no picks. We got to see Dane Evans. I'm not sure anyone was expecting to see our first time seeing Dane Evans this season to be like that. You know, coming in for a Jeremiah Masoli who had thrown two interceptions. And, you know, I think for all the people who have been clamoring for, for Dane Evans and, you know, I, I, I like them both. And we're going to hear from both coming up on, uh, on Tiger Cats today. But uh, just not... Just not a great performance from uh, from the Ticats. So I uh, do want to get to Dane Evans. He spoke to the media after the loss. Here's what he offered up. I wasn't wasn't like really – I was ready to go in. I was prepared and everything, you know, but it was just one of those coaching decisions. Um, I just walked over to Jeremiah um, to help him with the iPad like I always do, our kind of routine. Um, we were about to start looking at, you know, what they did on the previous drive, coverages and stuff like that. Um, and then he, he was on the headset with Tommy and he just said, Hey man, you're in. And, uh, so then I just obviously took the headset from Tommy. Tommy said what he needed to say to me, uh, you know, what we're going to try to do game plan wise and stuff. Um, and then I was on the field. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't like any magical scene or anything. It was just kind of, kind of the routine. Um, so yeah, that's kind of how it went down. It's weird, man, because it's like you said, we are so close. Like I'm his number one fan. I still am sitting here in this chair right now. I'm still his number one fan. Um, I think he's a great football player. I think he might be one of the best quarterbacks in this league. Um, he's taught me so much, man. Like I, I can't, I, we would be sitting here for days if I tried to explain how much he's taught me about playing quarterback. Um, so for me, the respect for him is just at an all time high, especially right now, because I mean, everybody can do anything when, when everything's going right, you know, I mean, when the ball's rolling, it's easy to be, you know, the standup guy, but to me, the respect, I, I just I can't even explain how much I respect and appreciate Jeremiah for his help. And and it wasn't like he told me I was going in and then he clocked out and was sitting on the bench the whole time. He was right there on the sideline. He was helping get personnel in. Um, you know, he was the first one greeting me on the sideline after, you know, helping me with the game plan that what we were currently doing. 
So, I mean, I can't even begin to explain to you how much respect and love I have for that guy. He, I mean, he, I, I can't even explain it. I'm going to approach it the same way regardless. If, if whenever it happens, if they tell me I'm starting, great. If they tell me Jeremiah's starting, great. I mean, I'm going to approach it the same way. Um, and, I mean, obviously I would be lying if I sat here and said I didn't want to play, but I want what's best for this team. So I just got to trust the coaches and the front office to determine that. Thankfully, my wife and my dog are coming up, and I'm telling you, man, oh, good. this being apart and COVID, all this stuff, I mean, y'all don't even know the stress we're under as players. Um, half my heart has not been here the whole time. Not, not saying I'm not, you know, bought in, but you know how it is when you're married, and Nikki is my best friend, so not being able to see her the last, you know, almost two months, it's been really hard. Um, I'm very excited to see her when we get back, so I'm going to some, take some time to spend it with her. And then we'll get this thing rolling football-wise. That is Dane Evans as he spoke to the media following the Ticats. 30-8, to week two loss to Saskatchewan. Uh, you heard there at the end that uh, his wife and his dog, he's, I'm sure he was excited. If you follow him on Instagram, uh, you know he's excited or uh, was excited to see them. And uh, this should be great for him mentally to, uh, to get to see his, his wife and his dog and, and for everybody. It's a, it's a big bye week. You know, we were talking to Andy Fantuz about this on uh, Tiger Cats postgame. And he says it's it's important to obviously review the tape as as soon as you can, and but it's also t- important to uh, let your let your mind go somewhere else other than football because this is all these guys have been doing for for six, seven, eight weeks now, and uh, you know they they deserve some time off. And I know there are some people who are going to be listening. Uh, oh, they're on too. They should be working hard, and, and believe me, they are. Uh, there's no doubt about it. But uh, yeah. Good, good for Dane, and a great quote there on on Jeremiah Masoli. The the mutual admiration club uh, between Dane Evans and uh, and Jeremiah Masoli is just is just really great to see. And uh, you know he respects him. He thinks he's one of the best quarterbacks in the CFL, and it's going to be interesting. It's going to be an interesting week at uh, at practice, that's for sure. Uh, we caught up with Orlando Steinauer on Tiger Cats post game. Uh, you can catch that out, check that out wherever you're checking out this podcast. Um, but uh, let's hear from Jeremiah Masoli as he spoke after the game on Saturday night. You know, I felt like we were in a dogfight, man. You know, I mean, it's not like we were getting blown out. It was it was a game, you know. It was a one-two position game. And, um, you know, unfortunately, kind of like last week, man, we just kept shooting ourselves in the foot. So, uh, yeah, we got to fix it. Um, I wouldn't say right away every time. Um, definitely got to give some credit to those guys. You know, their defense played, played well, and uh, we didn't. Um, it wasn't just up front, you know, it was all around. So uh, we, we got to figure it out, man. It takes more than just a line to block. You know, it's all of us getting the ball out on time or early. And, uh, you know, we just we just got to do a better job, you know, coming into games, knowing what we want to do and executing it, you know. Um, what do you think? I mean, I feel, I feel fine out there. You know, we went down there and scored, but – at the same time, like we, you know, just watch the film. Like we, we got to get better all or, all around. And I'm not excluding myself at all. It's just we got to play better football, man. That's not tight cat football out there right now, you know. I, yeah, I feel fine personally, but our offense, obviously, we're not operating at all cylinders like we're we're used to doing. You know what I mean? So it's it's more of that and that that frustration. I, I feel fine. Yeah, I mean he's. One of the most, you know, QB friendly receivers I've ever been around. Um, and, and obviously we're missing them. But I mean, it's pro sports. You know what I mean? That's why other guys are here, you know, to step up and, and have an opportunity to uh, to showcase their skills. So uh, 
Yeah, obviously we're missing Braylon, a couple other guys too. You know, we got some starters out uh, on both sides of the ball. So, um, yeah, we're, hopefully this bye week can help us get some of those guys back. You know, we faced a couple really good D coordinators. Like, honestly, we, you know, it's not like, um, you know, we're, we're losing to nobody's or getting blown out. You know, we're playing some good teams and we still got to figure out our, our identity. We got to get our rhythm going. You know, this year has nothing to do with 2019. You know what I mean? Like, it's new faces. Like you said, we don't have Braylon out there. We got to get, we got to find some rhythm and get it going. We got to have discipline, man. We got to play smart football. It doesn't matter if guys are chirping. It doesn't matter if they got the first shove and you're just shoving back. Um, like I said, smart football, you know, from holding or offside, whatever it is, it doesn't matter what it is. We all just got to play smart, complimentary football. And it's not like the coaches don't preach that, you know, we preach that to the T every day. So, uh, it's something, man. We, we, we as players got to figure it out. You know, we got to hold each other accountable. Yeah, I don't know why I wouldn't be. But at the same time, you know, that's above uh, above my head. And uh, I'm, I just want to get back to the drawing board, man. Let's get back to this film. Um, you know, have a little second to kind of catch our breath here and, and see what's going on. Ty Cats quarterback Jeremiah Masoli, as he spoke after Saturday's game. 17 to 25, 68 percent completion 135 yards and uh, just two interceptions no touchdowns so a tough tough loss for for jeremiah masoli and you know a tough tough question to be asked there at the end and i appreciate uh, justin dunk for asking the question but uh you know i'm 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 sure if you'd asked dane evans that he's planning he's expecting to be the starter and Jeremiah Masoli is expecting to be the starter, and they'll both spend the bye week kind of thinking they're the starter. And I do not envy the decision that uh, you know uh, Coach Orlando Steinauer and his coaching staff is going to have to make. Uh, you know, he was kind of Andy talked about it on Tiger Cats post game. The, there's kind of three options here: you can come out and say it's it's Jeremiah, you can come out and say it's Dane, or you know you can hold the cards close to your chest and and. Continue the quarterback competition at uh, at practice when they're back next week, but um, it'll be interesting to see. It'll be a real good week of practices for for both men, I'm sure, and for the team. And uh, hopefully, coming back after a bye week, uh, they're feeling refreshed and recharged and everything that they need uh, to get back on track. As they remain the the only team in the East Division without a win. And again, I have to say, who saw that one coming? Um, I'd recommend if you're if you're, you know, tweeting me with the this is fine emoji, like at Tiger Sammy, um, I appreciate your passion for this fan, for this team. And I know, I know that uh, this, this fan base loves their tie cats, um, but we are two games in to a very long season. Not as long as normally, but uh, we are two games into a 14 game season. Uh, it is not the end of the world. The sky isn't falling. And I think, uh, I think uh, Scott Radley did a great job of of surmising some of those points in his uh, in his piece in the spec today, um, the sky is not falling. This is only the second game. I, n- I think that's how he starts the article. But uh, I wanted to get some of your thoughts. Uh, like Tiger Sammy, who tweeted me at Louis B underscore TV, put it out there on uh, Twitter. Always love hearing what you have to say. Like uh, like Phyllis Jefferson at Bombshell nineteen forty eight. She says it is what it is. Time to regroup, pull up the socks, and move on. It was slow going out of the gate. Hopefully they can move on, get in sync, and gel together. And, and we heard that after week one. We're going to hear it a lot next week, but it's all about finding that rhythm, and the Ticats haven't been able to do that uh, yet. Uh, Michael Cameron Vegg, at Michael C. Vegg, he tweeted, feeling like it's only a matter of time before the O-line finds its rhythm. There's that word again. Just hoping we have the right guy under center when they do. 
honestly, either guy is the right guy under center if uh, if that O line is is a little bit tighter, and you know, we're gonna. Have to wait and see on the status of a couple of guys, including uh, Chris Van Zyl, who who was questionable to return. Didn't see him after the uh, the first half, so it's going to be a big week for the Ticats getting healthy and you know getting their minds right mentally and, and physically for this one. Uh, Chris, he says these. First two weeks were discouraging, but I still believe this team will compete for a great cup. Need to get healthy and get better protection for our QBs. A reminder that the 72 great cup team started one and three. That's a great point there. And I put it out, out to someone else on Twitter that uh, this 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 Cats team reminds me more of the 2014 team that started out 0-2, 0-3, 1-6. Of course, they turned around their season once they were able to return back to Tim Hortons Field once they were able to play in Hamilton, uh, playing the first few home games of that. And it is really funny to see the comparison between those two seasons, hopefully, uh, 2014 and, and, and this season. You know, they were coming off a, a Grey Cup appearance. They started out on the road against very tough opponents. Their first game, they were very flat. Uh, so lots of similarities between 2014 and hopefully 2021. And the Ticats can make their way back uh, to the Grey Cup for a second year in a row. And yeah, I know. I, I thought that was interesting. I, you know, you go back. It's, you know, some people are, you know, quoting, "Oh, you know, they're starting at zero and two for the first time since you know that season where they started zero and eight, zero and nine. But uh, I think that this Ticats team a lot more like that twenty fourteen team uh, than that one in twenty seventeen. So. That's that's just my my two cents on, on that. Uh, Wally Walker he tweeted in it's a two game losing streak. The Ticats started the season on the road. Great point. Probably in the two toughest place to play out west. Another great point. Now they have a lot of East Division games coming up. Coaches have a bye to figure things out. Looking forward to cheering on my team in Montreal. That's from Wally Walker. Uh, great points there made by uh, by Wally and enjoy the game in Montreal. And we'll wrap it up here with uh, with Johnny Canuck. Uh, summed it up best with a. Uh, a Groundhog Day quote. Of course, a great Bill Murray film. He says, The same I feel every season. Full panic in August, hope in September, planning the parade in October, and despair in November. Well, the season's going to go a little bit longer, so maybe you'll feel despair in November uh, and uh, an ultimate glory in, in December. Uh, but Johnny Canuck, thanks for uh, tweeting in your response. And uh, thanks for to- joining us today. It is, uh, it is a short one. It is a bye week for the Ticats. And I guess I'll let you know because uh, the Ticats are on bye. Uh, throughout the week, we'll be doing Ticats Today bye week edition where we'll be checking in on the other matchups around the CFL uh, and uh, talking you know, to people across the CFL about their thoughts on the uh, Ticats 0-2 start. So thanks for listening today. Make sure to join us tomorrow. Same place, same time. Uh, For the Ticats Audio Network, I'm Louis B. Hoping you have a great day.